and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. It's Christmas night. I do not call it Christmas Eve, for it is on the night before that it happened. This one of the two most holy times in our calendar, it is on the night and in the night that it happened. For us, tonight is the beginning of the beginning. The time of Advent waiting is over. The metaphors of the time being that Brad Cathy has set forth on our bulletin covers this Advent have found their fulfillment. The traffic light has turned to green on green. All systems go. That great highway of which Isaiah spoke is now complete, the ribbon cut, ready for us to take to the road. The clock face has found its appointed numbers now, and as it points its hands, so we can appoint a future. And the radio telescope, that great receiver scanning and scouring the sky for signs of life out there, is lifted high like a chalice, ready for an infusion of God's empowering presence. And Mary's time has come to term as well. And to us, a child is born. There are metaphors of time, of when, but they are also metaphors of space, of where, and beyond that, of what, of how, and even especially of why. Why, as in why on earth? Why does God go to such extravagant expense? Why this, to give to humans what we all have sought on our own but cannot give to ourselves, peace on earth, goodwill among all the fragmenting factions of the world? If we all want it so much, why can't we just make it all happen for ourselves? That's the question, still asked, it's still unanswered, guarantees that it will be with us. We don't know. When all these questions are asked together, as they are in every heart this Christmas night, we still don't know. This night in Bethlehem, the answer has come. Who knows it? Just a few. But as the word gets out to the priests and governors and kings, there will be a response. Wonder, yes, wonder. Awe and adoration from some terror and rage from others. Some will come to worship, others to destroy. Innocent blood will flow, as always happens when God disorients us, stops us in our tracks, interrupts our fixity here on earth, brings us to a halt, and lets us know that if we think we know it all, we will be all the wiser soon enough. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger. The wise will come, bringing spices to this little child, set so unceremoniously in a feeding trough. I used to think that the swaddling clothes or swaddling cloths gave him comfort, ample and commodious, some token of luxury, Soft blankets of Egyptian cotton that cradled, cuddled, and magnified the warmth of his mother's breast. But as the baby rests his gaze upon his mother, he is instead bound tight from head to toe in linen strips, as was the practice. For a year or two, 
hard, stiff, homespun linen, the stuff of shirts and shifts of the everyday like winding sheets, like grave clothes. And he is rubbed with oil and salt as children were and bound. It made the bones grow straight, so they said. But how could he experience his body and the world around him? He had to draw all that he could of the world that was his from his mother, from her gaze as she held him close. When you were a child, even when you are God bound in a child's body and with a child's brain, you grow first by learning to love. It all starts in the right brain. With the affect, cognition comes later, way later. For the first thing a child learns is to love and to be loved. Where to find love, where to get it, where to give it. All the rest comes later and is built on that. We do not all give birth, but we are all given it. Who remembers being born, taking our first breaths? No one, no one that I know. Innocence, then, that means not knowing, yet in not knowing, knowing something more. The wonder of existence, of being alive, the hidden force and power that drives life, the hidden order that shapes it, the hidden will that guides and governs it all. Staring out at a world full of wonders, stars in the night sky so far away, stabbing points of light and nearer the hot, sweet breath of creatures, looking for food in that place where he now lay. Did they give him a sniff and maybe even a lick as they lay there, doing him homage with the liberation he would bring to them? This child, the light of the world, hid now in night. This night, then, let's be children, too, if we can, or at least listen to our children, to the wonder and the joy they find in what it is they don't know. The truly great are humble. They know what they don't know, and they live with the not knowing they don't put on a facade of being in command. They treasure their not knowing it is the greatest gift you can have. Humility, even a little insecurity, will do you wonders. Just wondering, that's all. Losing themselves in wonder and finding themselves in ways that they will soon forget, just as we did. Children, trustful and knowing they're loved by someone we cannot see, but who sees us and knows us, and loves us enough to be one of us this night, and to live and die with us, and for us, and for this failing, fragile planet of his, bound by bands of love. Love, which is all that we need, as the song says, to give and be given, and that love has a name, Jesus. Let's all let the world know that name. Amen.